0: This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Yes, it's October and harvest season is about to begin here. We've been teasing this for a couple weeks, but we're ready to launch our gardening contest. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Stonely Crop Championships. The Stonely Crop. It's time. Jim Kelly, you've been working tireless, tirelessly to put this thing together. So much research. Tell us about the Stonely Crop in the history well, of this storied contest.
1: It started in, uh, in 2020 when an offhand comment uh, on the Taz and Jim show led to thousands of photos ending up in our inbox from local Ontario cannabis gardeners proud to show off their plants. And, uh, you know, it was around this time last year, too, and me and Taz saw all these photos coming in, and we said, there's a lot of pride, there's a lot of effort, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of joy going on in this world of gardening, and we need to award it, and we need to find the greatest cannabis gardener in Ontario, once and for all. Yes, this is
0: strictly... About the uh, the appearance and the size of the plant. That's how things are going to be judged. Mm-hmm. We have put together an esteemed panel that we will be intre- introducing you to over the next couple of weeks to help us choose the best-looking marijuana plant in the Taz and Jim listening area. Unfortunately, uh, the higher-ups here with our company have said we cannot sample the wares. Mm-hmm. So that side of things, that's up to you. But uh we can look at pictures and say, boy, that's a nice looking plant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. we wanna
1: we we wanna treat it like a county fair with the giant pumpkins, giant squash, whatever. Exactly. You know, we wanna we wanna bring the positivity out here. And it's not just about the height. You know, we are thinking like how are we gonna award the best plant? It's not just about height, it's also about girth. Mm-hmm. It's about the
0: size of the buds. It's about the overall aesthetic appeal of the plant as well. You got it. And there is quite the prize here. I look, at, I'm staring at it right now, the Stonely crop itself. Yep, the Stonely crop
1: cup. It is uh it's a thing of beauty. It's made of a uh, a rightfully so a weed sprayer with a bowl on the top of it that's filled with what appears to be marijuana. It's got the hookah. <laughs> I don't know the hookah <laughs> thing on it as well. It doesn't actually work. It's all just for visuals, but it's a thing of absolute
0: Beauty. It looks that, like a giant bong.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, um, anybody who's a, an aficionado would love to have this on their mantle, you know, uh,
0: dinner table, wherever you want to show it off. And if you're the winner of the stonely crop, you, you don't get to keep this thing, of course. That's not how this this sort of stuff works you get you get your day with it yeah you get your day with it it's just like the stanley cup basically <laughs> and then we take
1: it but back. but i will i will hang out with you for the day i will i will have my suit on and my white gloves to handle it carefully yeah. to make sure there's no uh damage done to this there is only one stanley uh, crop cup so we got to be careful here but you will have it for the day take as many photos as you want fill it with whatever you want
0: do what you got to do and uh, live it up. We will. Well, we've got it. It's up there now. Taz and Jim Facebook page, picture of the uh, of the trophy. So if you want to check out what you are vying for, the Taz and Jim Facebook page, and that's where you want to go if you want to send us pictures as well. Mm-hmm. Message us through Facebook. Let us see your plants. You can also text message us any pictures at 1-833-829-6546. That's one 1-833- 833 Taz and Jim. And just so we can help keep track of uh, whose plant is who is just send us, make sure you send us your
1: name and, and perhaps what town you're from so we can narrow down who's who and uh, kind of categorize
0: these. Another tip always good to have a reference point in the picture so we can get an idea of the size of the plant. So if you put something like a basketball or, you know, a, a dog or something yeah. next to the plant
1: so we know how big it is. I love a seven foot stepladder. You know, the standard yeah. step ladder. that's a good thing. You know, put your boyfriend, put your girlfriend in front of it. Tell us how tall they are. However,
0: whatever you got to do. <laughs> it's time to start showing off your wares. The Stonely Crop is here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the Stonely Crop Championships.
0: it's the stonely crop championships yes the stonely crop is sitting actually right in front of me it is a big silver trophy i'm gonna say that looks like uh you could fill it with water and maybe smoke something out of it as well, but I don't know. Is it? It's not functional, is it? You? Know? No, no. Hold on, let me grab it. I, I haven't hoisted the Stonely crop yet. Oh, it's got some heft. We got stuff coming in, though. A eh? lot, of, lot of entries already.
1: We do. We have like 50 at least rolling in here. A big shout-out to Ben from Almer, Courtney Rice of London, Dale from Sarnia, Daniel Pearson from London, Dave from Corona, James from Hamilton, Joe from Stratford, Len from Hamilton, Max McVannel from Woodstock, Mike from Windsor, Mike wow. from Huron County, Sam from Rostock. They're coming in from all over here, Taz. Okay, I've got this. It's
0: you know, it's heavier than I thought it would be. This <laughs> <laughs> is hilarious. There's a picture of the uh, the Stonely Crop Trophy on the Taz and Jim Facebook page, and that's where we're asking you to go if you want to send in a picture of your plant. Now, uh, we were uh, strictly told by our uh, our bosses. This is about aesthetics, so the best looking plant mm-hmm. is gonna be the winner of the stonely crop, yeah, yeah. we want to
1: see not just height, we want to see girth, we want to see size of the buds. Uh, I also like when uh the garden is organized. that's just me, but like I've seen some that are it feels like they're just kind of planted in the middle of nowhere, but some people have like uh, uh built their own uh garden boxes, they've got like yeah. rebar support systems, netting.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, points for that as well. We've got a panel of judges that we're gonna introduce you to as the time goes on. Here, what do we got? <laughs> what was this? That was like a
1: um, a weed sprayer, like uh, I, I don't know what's what's that one that gives you like a Roundup. Container? Roundup. That Yeah. So it was like, but it wasn't Roundup, but it was kind of like Roundup. So I did wash it out. I, I honestly went to Goodwill and it was there for sale, and I was like, "Okay, there's a gardening thing here for sale.
0: This is fate. This is and perfect." It's, and what? This is not real uh, marijuana in the top of it, is no,
1: it? No, no, that's uh, that's uh, um, moss I bought from the dollar store. <laughs> and but the hose at the end of like the weed roundup sprayer hose, there's a, a dollar store flute, and it's all yeah. that I attached to it, so it looks like a hookah. and It's all been spray painted. Uh, silver. It's, it's legit, it's folks. It's
0: beautiful. And if you are the uh, the champion, you will get a day with the stonely crop. Mm-hmm. You can throw a party, invite your friends. and uh, Jim will be there with his white gloves on to make sure it doesn't get damaged. Mm-hmm. And that you don't get too damaged either while you're celebrating. Uh, but, uh, yeah, some big pictures of big plants coming in. Uh, also, I don't know if this was a mistake or not, but one person... Um, sent us a picture. Just be careful. Make sure you send us the pictures that you're intending to send us of your plants mm-hmm. because we got a picture of someone's naked breasts sent to us here, and uh, I don't know if that was an accident. They they put the check mark on the wrong picture and hit send. Yeah, I don't know. And maybe
1: years ago that would have helped, but Taz and I both, Taz is married, I'm engaged, can't grease these judges' wheels that easily. <laughs> Nice try, though. Yeah, And, oh, yeah, you can keep sending these pictures if you want. I dare you. <laughs> but it's Just not going to Just to prove help.
0: that it will not help. This is, this is about the, the plants. This is about the gardens. And it's about who has the, uh, the, the biggest, uh, roundest plants. hmm That's plants. it. Yeah. <laughs> the Stonely Crop is underway. Got to give a shout-out to the London Nationals hockey team. In London, Ontario. Jim and I went to a game. We brought my son Grayson into the, the the game on Wednesday night. Big home opener. Yeah, and we we can't lie. Grayson had to go to bed because he had to go to school, right? So we, we left after the second period and it wasn't looking good. The Nationals were down four to one mm-hmm. to Komoka. And after we left the nats scored four more times and ended up winning the game 5-4 <laughs> huge comeback in the third period and we missed it <laughs> like those
1: terrible fans
0: yeah always I, it's do my, it's my kids fault yeah and i
1: didn't want to stand i didn't want to sit there by myself and finish up the game even though i totally could have i just like ah oh, you guys are
0: leaving they this isn't looking good i'll go too lesson sure learned enough, now, if you're uh, in the Hamilton area, the Nationals compete against the Kilty Bees, a team we were talking about earlier in the week. I am loving the Hamilton Kilty Bees jerseys, man. It's incredibly unique. the the, the uh, It's a bee, but with, like, human, super jacked human arms and legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. An angry face wearing a kilt. Yeah. And one of those Scottish hats. Sure, carrying a hockey stick in some of them, too. Um... I think I am going to jump on the Kilty Bees bandwagon here, Jim. Oh, yeah? Just for that jersey? The jersey looks great. I just – I like a nice rivalry. I know you said you've got to be a Nats guy. Because there was a kid on the name Josh Cornfield on the team named Josh Cornfield. Mm-hmm. Great last name. And you're from Mitchell, Ontario, which is the home of Cornfest in Ontario. Mm-hmm. So you anything to do with corn, you're all about it. You actually went in during the intermission to ask if you could buy a Josh Cornfield jersey. Yeah, last year's uh, last year's jerseys
1: were available for sale. They upgraded this year. I don't know if he was on the team last year, but they didn't have the
0: Cornfield jersey there. So I might have to make a custom one. Okay, so you you cheer for the Nats. I'll cheer for the Kilty Bees, and we'll see who has a better record. And if they end up meeting in the playoffs, we'll have to have some sort of bet. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> you got to rep that jersey. Man. I might ass. be a Kilty Bee for Halloween. That'd be <laughs> a great costume. I just need a black and yellow sweater and a kilt, and I'm good to go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Start doing some bicep curls. <laughs> hey, what's going on? The other day, you're talking about cheap Halloween costumes. Right. Well, I watched your favorite movie the other night, Magruber, and I thought uh, the celery scene with the diversion, <laughs> all you have to buy is one piece of celery. <laughs> <laughs> Had you seen Magruber before, or was that your first oh, time for watching sure. it? It's in, it's in the rotation, man. It's in the rotation. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my all time favorites. <laughs> I know that. I was watching it. Go, oh, get that. A perfect? single God, stock of celery. <laughs> Off the celery. <laughs> hey, how you guys? Are? I, uh, so Jorma Jorma Tacombe from Lonely Island, who uh, who directed the movie, he was doing an Ask Me Anything on his Twitter, and I sent him the question. I'm like, Did you was celery the only vegetable you tried, or did you screen test a number of different vegetables for that scene? And he's like, Nope, it was celery right out of the gate. <laughs> <laughs> Always celery. <laughs> Hilarious. All right, you guys have a good day. That's a great costume idea. (laughs) Just make sure you throw out the celery at the end of the night. (laughs) I wasn't saying for me, man. I was saying for you, looking for the economy. Yeah, thanks. And try not to get arrested. If you haven't seen MacGruber, watch MacGruber. I've been an advocate for this film since it was released in theaters. Yeah,
1: yeah. Boy, would somebody be confused at a costume party for Halloween if somebody showed up with that without (laughs) seeing MacGruber.
0: Boy, would they feel dumb. What are you supposed to be? (laughs) I'm not telling. You have to go watch MacGruber and find out for yourself. (laughs) Yeah, it's October 1st here. We're getting closer to Halloween. Is is now the time to put up Halloween decorations? Jim, are you... Decorating, you got the pumpkins yet, the gourds? No, but I think it's acceptable. Once October hits, you know, all good. Here's an online poll. Forty three percent of people said first half of October is the appropriate time to put up Halloween decorations. Twenty one percent said they'd wait till the second half of October. Three percent of people say it's not necessary until the day before Halloween. I feel like I, I feel like I would forget or something and you know, I would get it get it out of the way earlier. You don't need to carve the pumpkin yet, but mm-hmm. You can have some stuff up. Uh, 13% of people said put up Halloween decorations in September. 3% putting them up before Labor Day. Okay, that's an insane person. That's a little too keen. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, there's no need. It's the same with uh, Christmas in my mind. December 1st. If you're excited, December 1st is a perfectly fine time. You get plenty of time to enjoy the decorations. You don't need more. than Four weeks.
0: And it's definitely too early to buy the candy. We've had that mm-hmm. discussion before. If you buy that stuff now, you're going back to buy more before Halloween. How about this uh, This drunk guy, Jim, who... <laughs> he, he, he got drunk. <laughs> he got so drunk, he went missing. Uh,
1: this was in uh, <laughs> this was in Turkey. Uh, they were looking for a man who was reported missing. Uh, their friends couldn't find him, and they're like, "Hey, we're our buddy uh, Behan is missing." So all the people in the area they joined this huge manhunt. Uh, people they linked up with a, a bunch of search parties and started searching the area. And according to Turkish uh, TV, uh, once people started calling out uh, Behan's name. Uh, the guy, one of the guys in the search party, was like, "Wait, wait, who what? are we looking for?" And Bayhan. they go, "We're looking for Behan Mootlu." <laughs> he goes, "That's <laughs> me. I'm here." He's a 50 year old man, and they're not sure exactly how he came across his own search party, but they think he just saw a bunch of people, you know, searching. He's like, as a, you know, a normal person, a good Samaritan, he joined up, and that, and he just started looking for himself.
0: So they called the search party off and. No harm, no foul, I guess. It it was successful. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Every time someone yells out for Bayhan, he turns around. What? (laughs) My favorite part of the story, though, is that the authorities in the
1: search party escorted him home because he was so drunk they didn't want him to go missing again. So,
0: like, (laughs) they realized this guy uh, just needs to be put to bed and uh, maybe sleep it off. Alcohol affects people differently. Some people are mean drunks. Some people uh, are emotional drunks. Bayhan is a fra- Is a helpful drunk. Sure, you know, good. Good on him. Hey, just wanted to help find the missing person. He didn't know it was him. We got some big new movies out in theaters this weekend. Venom. Let there be carnage. Mm. This is a movie that I'm shocked. I'm not more excited to see. Is it because the first Venom was passable but not great, or what? I love Venom in the comic books in the Spider-Man uh, universe. I, I don't know, man. Seeing that movie made me like Venom less.
1: Well, I mean, it is. A, I think you need him beside Spider Man to make it, it really work. You know what I mean? Like Venom by itself is not a standalone character in my mind. You got Carnage in this one.
0: He's like Venom, but he's red, guys, <laughs> and crazier. <laughs> he's like Venom, but he's a little nutty. I do. I am excited to see Woody Harrelson, though. To be honest. He's always fun. Yeah, yeah, he's playing Carnage. Tom Hardy is back as Eddie Brock, a.k.a. Venom. And the other big movie this people have been excited for for a while, this is, uh, is going to be interesting to see uh, James Gandolfini's son take over the role of Tony Soprano in The Many Saints of Newark, which is a sequel, a prequel to The Sopranos TV show. It's a prequel. Oh, so he's the young, he's, so, okay, he's, so he's young son, Tony he's Soprano. The young. Okay, yeah, it's it's how Tony Soprano becomes Tony Soprano.
1: Hmm, interesting. I actually, I've actually never seen The Sopranos. What? I've never seen a single episode.
0: Well, this might be a good place to start then, Jim. Yeah, yeah. Unless it
1: reveals too much because everybody already knows what happens in the movie so now that'll reflect that but
0: or what happens in the tv show but yeah that's the problem with these prequels they like like the han solo movie it's like this is where han solo got his pants oh (laughs) so that's where he got those pants yeah it was like this is where han
1: solo got those that dice and i had to like Go back and Google image search Han Solo dice. I didn't even recognize it.
0: Hanging in the Millennium Fog. It's like they take the littlest dumb details yeah. and then they make them the plot of the movie. <laughs> it's, uh, will, will you, do you need two tickets for the train? No. I'm riding Solo. <laughs> that, was, that was it. That's how he got his last name. Wow. Hey, Tony. And that's how Tony got his last name, too, right? Welcome uh, to choir practice. Are you singing Alto? No. I'm a soprano. (laughs) And now, the winner is. Devin Peacock. I
1: want to see you, Peacock. Cock, cock, you, Peacock.
0: It's time for sports. Devin Peacock joins us from Global News Radio. NFL last night, Bengals' last second field goal beat the Jaguars. 35 yard try. Bengals have never led tonight. 24-21,
2: and the rookie is hoisted for the second time in four weeks. Evan McPherson uh, kicked a 35-yarder as time ran out. I mean, it's kind of continuing the theme we had from last weekend where we had a bunch of uh, field goals to end games. Nice way to start the week.
0: The big story in the NFL this weekend is Tom Brady returning to New England. Uh, I'm sure tickets are very hot for that game.
2: I hope uh, Tom Brady gets a good response when he goes back. I'm curious how this is going to go. I mean, his I think uh, departure may be uh, not that people are upset with him, but I, if I were a Patriots fan, maybe not entirely pleased with how it kind of played out. Regardless of that, he still gave you guys uh, 20 years of great football, multiple uh, Super Bowls. There is nothing but uh, cheers that should be directed his way. It is kind of interesting to see the way everyone's handling this both brady and belichick are uh, talking pretty positively about each other uh brady the other day was saying that his exit was handled perfectly
0: rumors swirling that bill belichick has given tom brady some sort of virus <laughs> you know uh you know uh, bill likes to cheat he's given Tom. this is a uh, brady's voice at a press conference this week you reached the hoarseness in your voice, you yelling over the pipe in voice. Yeah, that was loud today. So I don't know, I've had a few of these days. I don't know what the deal is. So I got to
1: try to figure this out. I said, my throat's more tired than my arm. Imagine that. We
2: went through this during
1: the summer. I,
0: same thing. I know. It came back. I know. Very strange. Something mean, must be a little up. I know. And I can't explain it. So something's going on there. Hmm. I've got the same thing. My voice has been all messed up for two weeks, too. I'm like a professional athlete over here. Guys. Oh, you're just obsessed with Tom Brady. Whatever
1: Tom does, Taz does now.
0: Oh, another interesting note. Brady is expected to break Drew Brees' passing yards record on Sunday in front of the Patriots crowd. Drew's record, 80,358 yards. Brady only needs 68 to beat that. Do you think he can do it, Dev?
2: He can do it. He might even do it on the first play if he throws a deep ball. Maybe he'll just get it over with on the very first play. I, I think he does. I, th- I hope he does.
0: <laughs> Earlier in the week, it was a National Coffee Day. Remember, Jim? Yep. National Coffee Day. How could I forget? Tim Hortons celebrated by dropping a line, a fashion line inspired by double-doubles. So hmm? it was like a double-double color-schemed... Uh, sweat suit, and they had another one. Some pants, a shirt, and they every couple of hours they'd drop a new item that you could purchase through their website. Oh, it's like how they replace their coffee pots every like twenty
1: two minutes or whatever.
2: <laughs> they replace their sort clothing of idea, line. Yeah, <laughs> so you, Wait, do, well,
1: you said the color, the coffee color. So they're all like light brown, like a beige.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no way. Everything was beige, the color of. Coffee when you put two milks and two sugars in it. (laughs) Okay, huh? And they said double, double on them. So I thought that was like that was a pretty unique idea, but apparently not. Arby's is now selling sweatpants and hoodies as well. Arby's and Tim Hortons are connected. I think they have uh, the same uh, parent company. Parent company. Um, Arby's is selling sweatpants and hoodies, but they're unique because. They smell like smoked meat. They have a new sandwich coming out called the Real Country Style Rib Sandwich down in the U.S. And they are selling hoodies and sweatpants that are actually smoked by the pit masters at Sadler's Smokehouse in Texas, and then they're vacuum-sealed to lock in the smokiness. <laughs> okay, so it's not just a chemical spray they spray on it no, to make legit. It smell. It's legit. Yeah, that's awesome. They have smoked... Uh all of these sweatsuits hmm. and they will go on sale, Arby'sSmokedSweats.com, Smoked Monday at noon Eastern Standard Time if you wanna try and get yourself some. Hmm. <laughs> okay. And then you have to go back to Arby's
1: and eat lunch to make it smell again after you wash it to keep the smell going. Like I yeah, wonder you how you put many- it through
0: the, the washing machine, then you gotta go rub a uh a beef and cheddar on yourself <laughs> to get the smell to come back. <laughs> And you also have to be very careful if you're at the dog park. Yeah. Imagine yeah. you go in a sweatsuit and it smells like smoked meat. We <laughs> <laughs> me parade dog's chasing you. Yeah, rbsmokedsweats.com. We uh, were talking about this earlier in the week. A little update on a story that we had for you about uh, m M&M and and his spaghetti restaurant. Did you see that M&M himself was serving spaghetti? Through the takeout window, Jim. I did. I did Detroit. see that. How awesome would it be if fans had lined up and you walk up to the window? You are like, "Oh my God, it's Eminem." Yeah, yeah. Do I still tip him? He's a millionaire. <laughs> and it is nineteen dollars for a thing of spaghetti. I mean, come on. <laughs> is it really nineteen dollars? It was nineteen bucks for a carton of spaghetti. That better be a big carton. U.S. Jeez. Yeah, spaghetti sandwiches. Yeah. Were fifteen dollars. Spaghetti, sketti, sketti, spaghetti, <laughs> S- <laughs> S- spaghetti, pissgetti, yeah, p- sandwiches, whatever. Fifteen bucks, but pretty neat that Eminem was it was there to surprise fans in Detroit at his mom's spaghetti restaurant. And big week for uh, for Marshall Mathers. Look at this Super Bowl Fifty Six, February Thirteenth. Uh, we got. Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, and Mary J. Blige doing the halftime show.
1: Not bad. '90s throwback. That'll be. I'm surprised it took this long to have the the collaboration of the like powerful rappers on stage because we've done the collabs of rockers. A
0: lot of pop music in yeah. the last decade.
1: Yeah, and then like you know Katy Perry will sing, and then
0: Red Hot Chili Peppers will come out. But uh, yeah, why not get a little rap in our lives? Super Bowl 56, Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and more performing at halftime. Today's National Black Dog Day, Kim, October the 1st. And you've got That's a black ve- dog. It's <laughs> very specific. Yes, I do. I do have a black
1: golden retriever named Bruce. Or, sorry, black lab. Black golden uh, retriever. Wow, Labrador
0: retriever. Sorry. Yeah. Bruce, how's Bruce doing? Good. Love and life I, I wanted to ask you Because I saw I was watching The Tonight Show The other day And Jake Gyllenhaal Was on there mm-hmm. uh, Has Bruce He was talking about His dog Has Bruce been neutered Yeah yeah And did you get Artificial testicles Put on him No What <laughs> I Sometimes I hang My truck
1: nuts From his tail
0: <laughs> Just so he feels Better about himself But no Not artificial Yeah Jake Gyllenhaal On Jimmy Fallon Was saying that uh, He got his dog Neutered and the vet asked do you want to uh do you want to install some nudicles on the dog after we neuter him and he's like no i don't want to do that But then he went home and he thought about it and he called the vet back he's like you know what throw some nudicles in there what uh, they're they're prosthetic dog testicles jim yeah i picked that up
1: but <laughs> You know, I feel like one of the one of the greatest things about neutering a dog is, you know, it's obviously to reduce the population, they'll, they'll behave better, won't run run off as much. But getting rid of those swinging things is one of the best reasons, too, because f- I, I, I find it very uncomfortable to, like, look at dogs that aren't neutered when they're, like, walking around. Like, there's one in our neighborhood that's, like, a horse. I don't know what type of <laughs> dog it is, but it is not neutered. And I drive by it, and I, like, almost get in an accident every time. <laughs> Is disturbing
0: i think it might be you what is your problem no. why are you staring at so many dog testicles
1: because i wonder how many like the, the ratio must be like 80 to 1 neutered and non-neutered so when you see a non-neutered
0: dog it's it's, it's jarring startling sometimes yeah. yeah plus you're at home you're lying on the couch your dog jumps up and you don't need those things in your face oh
1: my 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 dog literally will sit on my, like, I'll sit on the couch, and if the window curtains are open a crack, the dog will sit on my shoulder and then look out the window like a parrot. I don't need to be teabagged every day I'm watching Survivor.
0: No. You're voting no for the nudicles. Mm-hmm. You're not a nudicle guy. No, it's, I don't get the point. Unless the dog, I wonder if the dog knows, though, and, like, has more confidence. Yeah. Maybe you could, you could upgrade, too. Like If they were oh, yeah. small to begin with, you could get them the larger size nudicle. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine getting like a uh, a Great Dane-sized nudicle and putting it on a Chihuahua.
1: Oh, take him to the dog park and <laughs> clean up.
0: Jim would be crashing his car if he saw <laughs> that sight. Uh, an interesting product. I had no idea that existed, but uh, prosthetic... Dog testes are a thing. And Jake Gyllenhaal is a fan. And now the winner is... Devin Peacock. I want to see you peacock, cock, You peacock, cock. You peacock,
1: You peacock. I want to see you peacock,
0: cock, cock. It's time for sports. Devin peacock, peacock is here from Global News Radio. Our sports guy joins us. Dev, hey. Hey, guys. Oh, boy. It's now do or die for the Blue Jays. Like last night, it was, it was a must-win in quotations, but now we're talking some real must-wins coming up here.
2: Yeah, they really needed uh, last night's game. And I kind of wish everyone wasn't talking about how uh, uh, Robbie Ray wasn't a lock for the Cy Young Award because, I mean, he, he pitched for the large part great. He had just one inning where everything kind of fell apart and uh, the Yankees hit a couple home runs, and that was that. So the way it looks right now is you got the Yankees on top of the wild card race, two games up on on everybody. Uh, They're uh, ahead of Boston, Seattle. Then you got Toronto on the outside looking in. They're a game behind Boston and Seattle. So the Blue Jays not only need to sweep the Orioles, but they're going to need some help on the Boston and the Seattle front, and maybe the Yankees. I mean, at this point, it doesn't matter what the other teams do. The Blue Jays just have to handle their business and hope they get lucky.
0: Well, they did kind of get lucky yesterday because Boston lost.
2: Boston did lose. That was a big help from the Orioles. But it also is a reminder that the Orioles aren't going to be a pushover here. They are the second worst team in the major leagues, and they just took two out of three from Boston. The Blue Jays should sweep them if they're going to be a playoff team. These are the games you have to win. You have to win convincingly, but it's not going to be easy, even though they are a terrible, terrible team. The Orioles, I think, would love nothing more. This is what they've been kind of uh, reduced to. They're 5-5 they're five and five in their last 10. They are playing better than some teams with better records than them. Like the Oakland A's just got eliminated. Uh, from the uh, playoffs yesterday, they have a worse record over the last ten games than the Orioles. The Orioles are, are uh, they're not hot, uh, but they're they're lukewarm.
0: <laughs> this is their World Series. They've got nothing to lose. This is it for them.
2: Pretty much. I mean, what 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 else do they have to play for? They would love to knock out the Blue Jays. I'm sure they would. I know they would.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcast, and we'll keep talking.